Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there, and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, share our little and sometimes big feelings, and then we make those characters fight for our, and hopefully your, amusement. I am your host, my name is Joseph Scrimshaw. With me, as almost always, is Ken Knapsack. So glad to be here, Joseph. So glad to be sipping back some space whiskey and ready to <laughs> dive in deep. You know, I, I one problem that Databank Brawl has created 
created for me yeah. is this. Um, you know, some of the Star Wars stories, some of the great books and comics that come out with some really talented authors sometimes touch upon characters we will have brought up here, some second tier, third, fourth, or even fifth tier characters. And I don't accept their stories. <laughs> We've made our canon. This is, Data Bank Brawl canon is is like the sixth sixth tier of Lucasfilm's old canon. That's right. You know? We are I accept it as such. Super, super, super expanded universe. Yes. Too expanded. Yes. Distended universe. Distended. <laughs> distended indeed. Though, you've also helped me in my years of Star Wars. Um, we all Star Wars fans have little trivia weaknesses. Yeah. And I got to say, databank brawl weekend and week out has taught me to remember names. I think I would have never have remembered. Yeah, so. yeah. And I, you know, I'm really uh, enjoying getting into the species, trying to remember the species. And there's so much. So bad at that. It's so deep. Uh, and, and you start to see all the awesome connections, uh, like Embo and and uh, Zo- Constable Zuvio mm-hmm. being the same species, which is yep. why I guess everybody from that species has a big old shield hat. Has a hat. Amazing. <laughs> it's a frisbee hat. <laughs> and I think uh, I think we have some stuff to discover today. Oh, I love it. Are you ready? So ready. Okay. We're building up to our big 50th episode, so we're kind of walking through some of the big time periods of Star Wars. When The Force Awakens first came out, the first of the sequel trilogy, we did a a lot of episodes where we got to play with uh, some of the characters. Mm -hmm. This is going back to the early days of Data Bank Brawl. We got a Force Awakens episode. Two characters from The Force Awakens help us understand and know those side characters better. Our first combatant is somebody that I think at least one person has requested multiple times, but I think a couple people have requested uh, this, I think, lovable weirdo, Mm -hmm. and that is Crusher Rudown. Real easy to remember. Yep. Crusher Rudown. Rudown. Ken's looking it yep. up on the old computer machine. In the meantime, I will do what we do here on the podcast. I will read you the official StarWars.com databank entry to see what is true and real in canon about Crusher Rudown. He is a burly Abdenendow. I will never, ever know how to say that until J.J. Abrams comes to my house and tells me how to say that. A burly now. Crusher Rudown was one of the best scavengers on Jakku, but ran afoul of Onkar Plot, who sent his thugs to cut off Crusher's arms. Rudown then obtained a pair of replacement limbs, repurposed from a load lifter, eking out a living in Nima Outpost by hauling scrap and doing odd jobs. Love it. Yeah, there's a lot to love in that. Love it. There's a lot to, and I would not have picked up on some of those beautiful details yeah. without reading his databank entry. Yeah. So what do you got there? You're looking it up on the wilds of Wikipedia for additional information. Absolutely. Ray describes uh, Rudown as such. There's a, a, a scrounger in Nima named Crusher Rudown for years. He was one of the Blobfish's best scavengers, but he got into a dispute with the Blobfish, and Unkar sent his thugs to cut off Crusher's arms. Um, apology to Daisy Ridley. Um, <laughs> yeah, this... this uh, Is that from Before the Awakening? It's in her journal. Remember oh, in her raised journal. journal. Yeah, we gotta read that. We do. We do. Out uh, loud on a podcast. Uh, middle-aged men need to read Ray's <laughs> journal is a, a fact we've learned today. Need. Need. Um, so, yeah, you know what? There's not a height listed here, but other than to say that he is um, 
he was a large member of the Abdane, Abnetto. <laughs> now I can't say it. Yeah. Abednetto. Abednetto. I think that's about the best. Yeah. yeah. Abednetto. His load lifter arms were yellow while his eyes were black and his skin was a molted uh, pink and gray. Um, and yeah, it was, um, this is uh, one of the designers, Jake Lute. Lunt Davies says, I was pretty pleased oh. by the alien being all over the film. Rudown is vastly bigger than all the other aliens of the same species. Yeah. I just thought he'd fallen down on his luck, and now he's got these giant uh, JCB-style arms. Um, that's uh, that's that's, uh, that's a lot of information on the behind the scenes on this character. Yeah. So, yeah, so for people who are not big on the Abed Oh, Jesus. Abed Neto? Abed Neto. Abed Neto. So the Abed Neto, the most famous, is, of course, mm-hmm. Eloasti, mm-hmm. who sadly just gets blown up right away. But we also see an Abed Neto uh, grabbed in the Jakku village that Laura Santeca yep. is hanging out in right at the beginning. So, yeah, this this yep. species is really uh, implanted on The Force Awakens, and I did not realize that Crusher Rudown was one of them. Was one of them. But it's yeah. cool. Like, obviously, we're all humans, and we all know that we're different shapes and sizes. Yeah. So, so should the species from Star Wars be. Um, I like that. Yeah, so so we don't know anything else about him other than he lost his arms to Unkar's thugs and should be pitied. Yeah, he was uh, Unkar uh, suspected he he was selling salvage uh, salvage items to a different buyer, Ooh. getting his portions from someone else, as it were. Oh, I didn't see. That's interesting. I didn't know that was possible in the economy of Jakku. Yeah, yeah, um, and uh, he uh, he's got. Got like little sandals. Yeah, uh, just, just like the little sandals, those blue feet coming into little sandals there. So his arms aren't like organic; they really do look like he just stuck the, some machinery on. Yeah, giant yellow load lifter arms. He's got some, uh, you know, uh, looks like he could, he work on a construction site. Okay, yeah. Does he have overalls? He's got he's got a pair of green pants. <laughs> And a brown belt with, like, suspenders that go up over his shoulders. And you don't know from there what, what what's going on and how he possibly connected these arms to his body. <laughs> All by himself. And then he's got sandals, right? He's got little sandals and blue, either blue feet or blue socks. <laughs> like, One or the he, other. He, he's like your uncle who, re- <laughs> who retired early because of injury. But he's still working. He's hauling. He, and he's hunched over, too. Yes. Like, he's got a little bit of a hunchback. You know, you're carrying those load lifter arms. Yeah, I mean, those load lifter arms have got, I mean, those, there's metal. They have to weigh more than his real arms. Mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. some downsides to having load lifter arms. It's not all yeah. fun and games, kids. Yeah. All right. Uh, so how do you feel about Crusher Rudown? He is a real true walk past in the background character. Literally. Um, and I like him. Uh, I, I believe early on, well, it certainly wasn't in any of the trailers, Mm-mm. but early on, there was something was released him. It might have been a behind the scenes clip. I don't know. I, 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 or maybe it was just the movie. Yeah. I mean, I've seen the movie so many times <laughs> that it seems like the first viewing was a trailer. Um, but for me, upon seeing him, I loved him. Uh, two reasons. Uh, he just seemed, again, this lived in Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. We all love to talk about as pundits and podcasters and fans. Um, he, he seemed to be of that. It was a practical character. Yeah. It was it was there, and that stomping sound he made, and he just looked kind of miserable <laughs> there. And then the second reason, I, he very much resembles, and it's so interesting that he's the same char- character as uh, Eloetsi. Yeah. Um, 
he he looks like a, a Vogon from the Hitchhiker's Guide oh, to the Galaxy he movie. He does. Yeah. That's part of the sort of sad sack vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Be, like you would not want to hear poetry from Crusher Rudolph. <laughs> you Rudow. would not want to hear poetry at all in the make, as they make way for the hyperspace lane. So <laughs> I just, as a huge Douglas Adams fan and a huge Hitchhiker's fan, I didn't think it was an ode, but it was just like, oh, I like yeah. that. It, it's a familiar thing for me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I like, he, he is totally lived in, and I think part of the lived in is to sell the story of Jakku, the people there need to look like they've been through some stuff. Been through it, yeah. And he is, he looks like a sad sack who has a good attitude. Mm-hmm. He looks like the kind of guy who's going to settle down at the bar with you with his hunched back and uh, his huge load lifter arm thwacked up on the bar, and right. he, he, he'll he want to hear other people's stories. Right. Because he doesn't have much to tell, and he wants to live vicariously through other people's adventures. Right. She's probably like, Ray, what'd you find today? <laughs> she tells him it's beautiful. Uh, so we love this character. We love yeah. this character. And sadly. Which creates always some emotional <laughs> trauma for us on this show. That's right. That's right. Uh, you know, we like the sad sacks, Ken and I. Mm-hmm. You know, we like the Star Wars characters that look like they eat frozen pizza alone late at night. And I think Crusher does. But he's got to go up against someone. And the character from The Force Awakens that I have long had on my list because mm-hmm. I think it's a fascinating character. This character is known as Dr. Colonia. Wow. Here is what StarWars.com databank has to say about Dr. Colonia. A good-humored, sympathetic physician with the rank of major in the Resistance Army, Dr. Colonia is assigned to the Resistance base on Dakar. She attended both Chewbacca and Finn after they were wounded. Her calm bedside manner and knowledge of Shiriwak soothed Chewie, who allowed Colonia to tend to his blaster burn. So there's some, uh, we always analyze what's in the actual databank, so we get some, some character stuff, good-humored, sympathetic. Assigned to the resistant base on Dakar suggests there are other resistant bases, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you, you know this character. Absolutely. Uh, she is the uh, doctor, had the great moment with Chewbacca mm-hmm. as he bragged about being hurt. Uh, and she said, uh, what did she say? She told him that. You're oh, that sounds so brave. Yeah, it sounds very scary. You must be so brave. Great moment, because I love to think that Chewie is kind of this, like, <laughs> you know, I'm old, I'm a little bit older, but I'm still tough. Um, which is Chewie's human voice. Um, <laughs> Finally revealed. She's great. She's uh, portrayed, I, I'm not, I don't watch Downton Abbey, but she is uh, portrayed by uh, Harriet Walter from Downton Abbey. Now, oh, yeah. Her, her, so her, her name is Harriet Walter. The character's canon name is Harter Colonia. Combined ah. her her name to combine it there. Major, she's majors uh, as we know, and um, uh, yeah. And there was other stuff in, in the in the novelization of Force Awakens. She has a little bit more. Okay, she she appears and she actually talks to Ray about Finn's injuries and assures assures her Finn's going to be okay. But says an interesting line: "I don't get to treat many lightsaber wounds. It's such an old weapon." Oh, so I love that perspective. Yeah, that's really great. And I think one of the fun things about her, I've always been interested in her because she is this very side, small character mm-hmm. who has a really big moment, which is kind of rare mm-hmm. in Star Wars for side characters. Either they are pivotal or they walk by. But right. for somebody to have a moment, she is in uh, Empire's End, and I think other canon. Mm-hmm. I believe she delivers Ben. I believe I 
believe you are right. And it's funny because I'm trying to find that a little bit more on here. Um, not finding it, but okay. yes, mentioned in Aftermath Empire's End. Uh, and, and Bloodline, first identified as Harter in Bloodline. Oh, nice, nice, nice. So she is one of these characters. It's a, an interesting thing of uh, Force Awakens and all the literature around it really opened up the history of the Rebellion going into the Resistance and people who've been around Leia for a very long time. Mm-hmm. We meet Major Emmett in uh, Force Awakens, yeah. and then a lot of the uh, Journey of the Force Awakens books he features in those. Yes. Uh, and Dr. Cloney is one of these other people like, okay, in terms of Star Wars lore, delivered Kylo Ren. Right. That's right. big. That's big. And then we all, but we also just know her as, oh, the, the woman who humored Chewbacca. Right, right. And made him feel better. Uh, what, what does she kind of dress like? What does she look like? Well, she has a, what, what we can think is a resistance kind of uniform. Or yeah. They don't have uh, an official uniform as much as, I say, the Rebellion might have. I don't know. Uh, she's got a nice, sensible brown uh, tunic <laughs> that covers a nice, sensible collared white shirt. She has a rank insignia of major, and she's got a nice, sturdy belt. She stands. She's uh, 1.73 meters tall. Um, so she's pretty tall. Yeah, hair color is brown, grain, uh, eye color brown, skin color light. Uh, distinguished, distinguished woman. A distinguished woman. Any uh, obviously she's human, but any uh, information on what planet she's originally from? Is she Alderanian? Mm, no, 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 no. Does not say. Okay, does All right. not say. A Still mystery. yet to be discovered. She did serve, like I said, the medical. Officer. She spent a lot of time in Hosnian Prime. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, there's nothing to tie her to the rebellion necessarily. So maybe mm-hmm. just maybe she is from a Hosnian. Maybe she's a Hosnian Primian. <laughs> uh, all right. So how do, how do you feel about her? Did you like you like that scene? Right. I like that scene a lot. It's it's one of the better moments in uh, Force Awakens in terms of humor and and just a uh, 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 humanity and a Wookiee tea to to the scene. Yeah. Um, and uh, I just again you like it and I, and I love and this is what we Star Wars fans come to these movies for among other things is that one person is a is a character with a name. And a story and a purpose. Yeah, and we love exploring that. And uh, so from there, uh, I, I, I like. I was surprised she only appeared that one moment, and that, and to learn that maybe the character was to appear in the end a little bit more. Yeah, that was like thin. Yeah, thin. that was her one moment. Uh, really um, interesting, but yeah, but, but key and bloodline following the napkin bombing. Oh, that's um, right. That's right. And then as 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 you said with uh, with uh, Kylo or Ben, yeah. ben Solo. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's like, very. I like her. Very cool. I yeah. I, I I'm totally with you on all the points that you made. I think the other interesting thing to me about her is I always go on about like Star Wars being this cocktail of the new and the old, mm-hmm. and it was interesting to see a human sentient doctor because we're used to two one B FX six and seven. Great point. We're used to the Polis Mossen droids who uba 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 when they deliver Luke and Leia. Right. Uba. Uh, <laughs> They'll fight eventually. Uh, <laughs> that'll be a hell of a battle. Um, so it's cool to see a... Is the first time we really actually saw Bedside Manor in Star Wars. So yet another new thing in The Force Awakens. Sure, sure. I was trying to give 2-1-B his moment, but I know what you mean. But he didn't say anything no. healing or nice. He was no. just like, "No, are you going to get the heavy things out first yeah. from Hoth? Yeah. That's not good Bedside Manor. True. So I understand you feel better. What True. are you going to lift now? True. That's not I, good. I, I, I stand corrected. All right. Yeah, yeah. You've I counseled can, me there. I'm getting real yeah. cranky about 2-1-B. It's the whiskey. The whiskey's getting cranky about 2-1-B. <laughs> and so, because I have got cranky, it is mm-hmm. time to fight. 
Hey, it's Sharon, and here's where it gets interesting. Raise your hand if you want Salon Perfect Nails for just $2 a manicure. Yeah, me too. With the Alvin June Manny system, you can say goodbye to expensive services that take hours and hours and love your nails more than ever. I would know I've been doing it for years. Get 20% off your first Manny system with code PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. That's PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Sharon, and here's where it gets interesting. Raise your hand if you want Salon Perfect Nails for just $2 a manicure. Yeah, me too. With the Alvin June Manny System, you can say goodbye to expensive services that take hours and hours and love your nails more than ever. I would know I've been doing it for years. Get 20% off your first Manny System with code PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. That's PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. Wow. All right, this is going to be a hard one. So, yeah, how are we going to kill an old woman? <laughs> what are well, you doing here, Justin? Very easily. This could be the fastest data bank brawl ever because uh, his name is Crusher. <laughs> Crusher? He could, and he's got load lifter arms. Crusher so, physically, not a mystery how this could go. Yeah. But, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot to decide. And as always, we start with mm-hmm. the where, the where uh, and the when. Um, it's been a while since we've been to Jakku. Ooh. So, I. I would like this to be on Jakku. It makes sense. I was going to send it to another spot, but here's my pitch to you, Joseph. Oh, I'm listening. Is following the events of The Force Awakens. Um, now, we know The Last Jedi is to start pretty soon, seconds mm-hmm. after, maybe minutes after, who knows. Um, but uh, around the same time, in a parallel plot line, the Resistance has now gained a lot of respect in the galaxy. That warmongering Leia might have been right about some of the things. And Hosnian Prime and the Hosnian system's gone. 
the Republic Navy, the fleet is gone, and so a lot of there's a lot of chaos. There's a vacuum of power. So the resistance knows that they have some responsibilities. Uh, they're now the de facto, potentially, we'll find out in the movie, the de facto leadership in the galaxy. Yeah. The power of the galaxy. So part of the things they, w- they want to accomplish is to actually uh, uh, help. And in doing so, they realized, you know, there's some stuff happened on Jakku when Ray left. Uh, the Falcon, Leia's herd, you know, the Nima outpost was destroyed, essentially, by TIE fighters, which were caused, you know, we know by Ray and Finch on up there. And then the Falcon in that escape took out a lot. They feel bad. Yeah. The resistance feels a little bad. So they're going to Nima Outpost to rebuild. Yeah, I like this. That yeah. Leia has been like, we're always like blah, 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 outer rim. Mm-hmm. But where do, where do the important things happen? In the outer rim. Right. Let's Leia's treat them like, with some respect. Trust me, a lot goes down <laughs> in the outer rim. Have you heard of Tatooine and Geonosis? <laughs> These are important places. And I think a resistance envoy is sent to Jakku, to Nima Outpost that lands. There's a big ship or a couple ships. There's a med center being set up. And the citizens of uh, Jakku or Nima Outpost, this particular area, are getting, uh, you know, getting some aid. They're getting some help. It's a humanitarian mission yeah. that's about to go wrong. Yeah, I think so. Okay, so Dr. Colonia is out there with her med kit. She is ready to start helping the wounded. Uh, I think Crusher received a wound. I think yeah. he got a cut across his big abednedo head mm-hmm. when the little archway was smashed oh, by the Falcon. Yeah. Some yeah. shrapnel hit Crusher. Cut totally. It cut the Crusher. Uh, and so I think Dr. Colonia saves him for last because he's so, to her eyes, he's so big and strong. Yeah. But she's, she's treating everyone else. Yeah. And Crusher's just getting more and more bummed out. Everybody thinks of Crusher last. Right. They think Crusher's so big and strong, but Crusher has feelings. Crusher has a cut on his head. Crusher has no arms. Why does no one care about Crusher? That's his inner monologue. <laughs> so he's getting angrier and angrier. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dr. Colonia is ready to wrap up for the night. She's been going and going and going. Right. She has helped so many different weird species. She's even helped some of Unkar's thugs. She doesn't realize oh, wow. that they're Unkar's yeah. thugs because Unkar's really... Did she help Constable Zuvio? I think Constable Zuvio is, yeah, for sure. Gotcha. For sure, because I think he was like, I'm marshal of this place. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I got, some, I got a big shard sticking out of my gut. Right. And yeah, so she's, she saves him right away because he's, he's the important one in town. Mm-hmm. Now, I can't mm-hmm. remember the exact timeline of our other databank brawl. Yeah. But it's possible that Gus Tours has landed and had a combat with Constable Zuvio around the same time. Oh, that's right. It's entirely possible. We need someone to track Databank Brawl Cannon. <laughs> yes. Maybe release a book. That's right. Uh, let's imagine that that fight is later down the road. Yes. Uh, so Constable Zuvio is getting patched up. Uh, yeah, and he's, so he's there to watch over everything. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Colony has worked so hard. She has had... Uh, is a doctor and is a humorist. She has laughed at all of their jokes. She She's has like a Dave Barry of the med, <laughs> of the medical center. <laughs> she, she really is. She has lots of wholesome, good natured 
joking fun. Sure, you're brave. Yeah. Oh, you must be. Oh, you were just sta- you. How many portions did you get today? Yeah. That's very few. Yeah. You live on that few. She's kind of getting a little condescending now. Right. Because she's tired. Right. And Crusher's, and she's just like, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Very tired. I need just a couple, like an hour of rest back mm-hmm. in the ship, and then I will tend to your huge bleeding gash right. on your head. And this upsets Crusher. Right. What What does Crusher say? <laughs> what does he say? He says, uh, uh, I should have been served first. <laughs> this is unfair. I want to be served first. Uh, <laughs> I failed everybody. How are you? How, why, why do you feel like you failed? I, I don't know. <laughs> it's just the spirit of Crusher yeah. uh, filling you? Yeah. You yeah. Feel like- I feel like... I f- it, truth be told, I think I feel like Crusher most of my life. <laughs> Ken, you have good sentient arms. You're not you're not half load lifter. True. You're all man. Both my shoulders hurt today from the gym. <laughs> I feel like Crusher more ways than you one. You went to the gym. Yeah, and I'm sure you got some portions when you were done. I did. I did. Uh, so yeah, Crusher, much like Ken himself, he's just uh, upset. He's really he, one of those grumpy patients. He, he's upset, and he takes it out on Dr. Colonia, and he feels guilty about it at the same time. He feels right. guilty and righteous at the same yeah. time, which I know that's a place that I, I am in a lot, where, like, I'm so mad at you, and I'm sorry that I yelled at you. Right. And here's the Colonia response back, like, oh, yeah, I should have taken you first. There's no one else in this <laughs> outpost. All right, yeah. Needs help. So she's virgin into just becoming full B. Arthur. She's had a long day. <laughs> she's getting spicy. Sarcastic. She's had a long day. I'm so sorry. Sorry. I guess other people in this village didn't need help. Like when that poor guy, Unkar, came in and Crusher's like, what did you say? He was missing a whole arm. Right. It had been ripped off by someone somewhere. He claimed it was taken off off world and he returned home with a bandaged, bandaged stump where his arm used to be. And I had to treat that. You just, you look so big and strong and you have a gash on your head. Yeah, and Crusher is like, huh? I don't have arms. She's like, oh, I didn't notice those big yellow <laughs> load lifters. And we're turning Colonia into to a mean person, but she's, yeah. she's at the end of a rope. Um and he says that they did that to me. Unkar's dogs did. And she's like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. What did you do to deserve that kind of attention? I'm sure you did nothing. And this now we're in a bad situation. Yeah. Now, this is just one of those moments of... Yeah, bad customer service. I know you've yes. you've worked in retail. Uh, yes. I've worked in retail. And I, I, I've recognized those moments in myself where yeah. I... Said that one thing that was too far, and and I had broken mm-hmm. the mask of customer and worker relationship, mm-hmm. and the <laughs> the veil had fallen, and I said something too true, oh, yeah. and I could not backpedal. Oh yeah, it's a great moment. Many specific memories working at Kinkos. <laughs> thing I actually said to a woman: Look, it's a penny a page. Do you want it drilled or not? And I think <laughs> that's a story for another day. 
Joseph, bring your Kinko's outfit to the office. We're going to have a meeting. I will express myself but in that's my a, Kinko's apron. But that is a good point. That is what's happening with an, 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 in general, really nice woman. Yeah. Talented physician. Someone who does good work. She's here for the good of the yeah, people. Yeah, that's what she's here for. Now she's taking this crap. Yeah. She even suggested it to Leia, you know. Um, so... She's at the end of a rope. I think she drops the fakey nice voice. Mm-hmm. And I think, much like I did at Kinko's Low those many years ago, yeah. like, do you want your gash fixed or not? It's really nasty the way she says it. It's unfortunate phrasing at best. It's a, it's a quote for the ages. Do you want your gash fixed or not? Uh, and Crusher, mm-hmm. he's offended. Mm-hmm. He's not a violent creature. No. But he's just fed up, and he tries to shrug. But when you have load lifters for arms, sometimes you accidentally hit people incredibly hard with metal. Yes. And he tries to shrug just out of frustration and anger. Yeah. And he cracks his load lifter arm right into Dr. Colonia's rib cage. It, oh, it, it just... Uh, it's unfortunate. You hear a crack. Yeah. It, it is a crack. Oh, it's bad. nasty. It is nasty. In this, to make it worse, this is in front of a whole audience of people that she just healed. And right. he cracks her in the ribs. And Dr. Colonia yeah. is, uh, she is a strong, defiant person who mm-hmm. has lived through the trials and the travails of the New Republic and willingly joined the resistance. Right. She's a fighter. Mm-hmm. And she knows where he's wounded, which is his head. So I think she, oh, it's painful. She falls over, but she gets up immediately. She can hear the broken rib grinding against itself. She grabs a handful of sand, and she just throws the sand into the head wound. Sand in the head wound might be the grossest thing that has ever happened. Reminds me of the old SNL sketch, Head Wound Harry. Oh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) The dog trying to pull that uh, application off of Dana Carvey's (laughs) head. I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Points for script. <laughs> but Crusher is just, oh my gosh. <laughs> Hashtag phrasing. And uh, he, you know, his arms, here's the thing. And, and looking at his character design, even let's say he gets an itch. He can't scratch. Like I have dry skin because I shower too much. I shower sometimes four times a day. <laughs> I'm the reason for the California grout, drought, Governor Brown. Um, but I... Um, I can scratch my head. I can. I can. I have. I can reach across. I don't think Crusher Rudoon can, and his arms look very kind of just at his side. So he he's got sand in his eyes and his and his cut and his abrasions and, and he just he he's freaking out. His ass has been itching for at least seven years, and he's too nice Easily. to ask someone. Ray would have scratched his ass. Finn would have scratched his ass. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I can see Ray in a. She has a heart. Yeah, she's. It, I think he, she liked Crusher. If he asked the right way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is the key <laughs> for a lot of you gentlemen out there uh, when you're approaching a young woman. If that's your desire, ask the right way. If your ass needs to scratch, yeah, you really got to ask the right. So way. you're getting work advice. Yeah. and... Oh. Getting so much advice. Physical advice. This this is what happens, Joseph, when I have a second glass of whiskey <laughs> and all I had for lunch was grapes and pretzels. So I had a week old piece of cheese. So God bless you, sir. You might need to get some pulled pork sandwiches after this. <laughs> um, so I I think Crusher leaps forward. 
yeah. not necessarily at her, I'm going to say, but just kind of, he freaks out. He just freaks out, right? Yeah. If you've seen, like, you know, Elo Atsy is, is kind of a controlled. He's, he's an X-Wing pilot. Yeah. Uh, Crusher, not blessed with all of the faculties that he's, Elo Atsy. He's not smart. He's not a ballet dancer. Yeah. No. <laughs> Clearly not. So he stumbles forward. Trips over what's in this little med center, this makeshift med center, falls to the ground, but he falls on top of Major Colonial. Oh no! So oh she's no! She's kind of trapped underneath him right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so she is pinned. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crusher's uh, huge load lifter arms have pile drived into the sand. Yes. Uh, making it yes. even harder for him to get out. Yes. Uh, so obviously, Doctor Colonia uh, just wants to get. Out of there, mm-hmm. so I mean, she can she can pummel yeah. him, but uh, he's crushed. I mean, he's yeah, his name is Crusher. Yeah, and she's not necessarily a fighter. She knows that she knows she's got to the end of the rope, and it's been a long day. Yeah, and her sand move was slick, but it didn't work out well for mm-hmm. her, right? Because now that's now, a dirty, dirty fighting move. But it really is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but so now she's pinned. Maybe she has. She's having that moment of like, oh, this is why I always need to have good uh, bedside or Nima yes. outpost side yes. manner. It's a reminder. But she's pinned, and I think uh, there her life is at stake because mm-hmm. she's already got a broken rib, and now she has a huge sentient being named Crusher crushing her. She's being crushed. She's being crushed. So what is she going to do? Is she going to start trying to dig down into the sand? Is she going to try to worm out? Is she going to call for help? Uh, Here's the thing. I was thinking she would call for help it just seems like that's what would happen but but on databank brawl bringing in a third fighter is something that you know we have to file paperwork to do we have to get it cleared by the officials who run the databank brawl lando can't come in here in his robe every day by the way explain that story to steven stanton that's fine (laughs) um i think she decides she's going to stand up and attempt to stand up and fight Okay, so yeah. she's got to worm her way out. So I think mm-hmm. she starts wiggling. She uses the sand to her advantage. So it, as she is wiggling out, all, all this pain. And I think there are all these other injured mm-hmm. denizens of Nima Outpost standing around. Right. And they could help, but I think they are all kind of afraid of Crusher. Right. He's big. He's imposing. He has load lifter arms. And, mm-hmm. and they, you know... They're kind of like, physician, save thyself. Right. Uh, so she's wiggling her way out. Um, and I think Crusher, uh, his load lifter arms mm-hmm. actually have a uh, a function where they can kind of retract and pump. Mm. So she starts to wiggle her way out, and he starts to try to pump himself out of the ground mm-hmm. with his functioning load lifter. So he is basically sort of jacking himself up. She is wiggling out. What episode? What show is this? It's called Data Bank Brawl. Okay, I thought it was, I thought it was going in another direction. Um, <laughs> oh, because I said jacking and wiggling. Yeah, yeah. And we've got a lot of things. Yeah, this is PG thirteen, fourteen, yeah. fifteen. Yeah, uh, for me it's PG twenty eight uh, based <laughs> on my, my life. Um, all right, she gets up. She gets up. Yeah, starts. I'm jumping. She just starts kicking him in the face. Okay, yeah. So now when she gets up, now what is her is her theory here like I, I think her theory is I I made this mistake, but 
this monster might be able to kill me, so I need to at least end it. And I think Crusher at this point is feeling guilty. He didn't mean to crack her in the ribs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was horrible that she threw sand in his wound, but yeah. he's a big, gentle giant. Yeah. And, he, and just as he's... Uh, <laughs> Just as, I'm just going to say it. Just as he is pumping and jacking himself out of the sand, he is also saying to himself, I didn't mean for any of this to happen. I didn't mean I'm a good him. guy. And just as he's thinking I'm a good guy, he gets kicked in the <laughs> effing head. Dr. Colonia just Leia. swings. Leia taught her. Oh, yeah. Leia yeah, showed Leia, her Leia. basic self-defense, and she is a kick to the brain pan. Mm-hmm. Crusher's ab. Bed netto head. Yeah. His brain is jiggling like Ooh. jello in there. Crack, crack. Some, some NFL style concussions going on yeah. here. With all due respect to those players, uh, he he stumbles. I, I can't say he necessarily stumbles his feet, but he but he jacks himself up enough to to kind of get to his. Uh, he's sitting down. He's he gets sitting, an elbow. He's or, sitting uh, up. Yeah, he gets not an elbow, a knee, a knee under him because yeah. he doesn't have elbows. Sitting up. Yeah. yeah, getting up. And she, I think. I don't know if the rage is taken over, fight or flight. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think if she's seen him get up, she's like, oh, no, I'm going to die. So she's kicking. She's pummeling. And then she sees this creature does struggle upwards and then just falls back on his <laughs> itchy butt, sad and defeated. So he starts wiggling around in the sand for a second, going, oh, yeah. Scratching his butt, shaking the sand out of his head wound, his big dumb arms just yeah. sticking out right in front of him. Yeah. And she suddenly sees the full picture of tragedy. Yes. That is Crusher Rudown. Yes. So she screams, stop. 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 What are we doing? <laughs> He's like, well, I'm currently scratching my... No, what are we doing? I came here to help you. I came here to get help. We need to stop this. Yeah. It's a tender, beautiful moment. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly, mm-hmm. I think something really weird happens. Yeah. I think that the namesake of Nima Outpost, Nima the Hut, oh, wow. who we met in the book, yep. Aftermath of Empire's End, mm-hmm. still lives. Oh, and our, okay. In our world, yeah. I think I think she still lives. She was alive at the end of Empire's End. Correct. She got shot up. Everybody thought she was dead. But she yeah. lived. You're right. And I think... Oh, she's wasted. Uh, she's wasted away. <laughs> Not she's drunk. She has wasted away. She is a slip of a hut. That's me. <laughs> and uh, she slithers up. Mm-hmm. She's surrounded by guards. Mm-hmm. And she demands to be entertained to see a fight. Right. And all oh. the other injured people are like, they were already fighting. <laughs> so they had this moment of beautiful peace where they were going yes. to come together. Yes. And then suddenly, under the threat of dozens of blasters and various vibro weapons. And Unkar plots there going, I got money on the lady. And Jeez. suddenly it clicks for Dr. Colonia. Like, Crusher Radoon was right that Unkar plot is a jerk. Mm-hmm. But now they're both put in this position where... Uh, fight or flight they either need to escape yeah right now yeah or they need to fight right so mm-hmm. think this is a good place to pause yeah. and figure out do they go do they start really fighting each other or do they work together to escape who 
do we want to win this combat? Who just should physically? If you were just looking at it on paper, who should win? Crusher should win physically, without a doubt. Right. He, I think he would eventually get his act together. Though I'm not under underestimating Major Colonia at all. He's a good fighter, but good fighter. he's huge, and his arms are huge metal sticks. Mm-hmm. He gets one lucky, two more yeah. lucky hits, and Doctor Colonia is he's gone. gone. He's gone. Um, I so I I want to. I was thinking it before you said, like I want to see them. Fake fight their way out of this and escape nice. together. Oh, nice. So I think they huddle up. If you're okay, like they huddle up. Well, like, like do like, they do like, like a like, wrestling thing? Yes. Like they were pretending yeah. to wrestle, but they're yeah. exchanging little, little, a plan. Collar and arm, uh, arm tie up there. Uh, and and, and in wrestling terms, they're calling spots. Okay. And so they're telling like, each other what's going to happen. Yeah. So they're making. She's like, just keep acting like we're fighting. Act like we're fighting. So she's got him in kind of a headlocky thing. Right. Yeah. Um, she says, look, we're going to um, um, struggle, and we're going to fall into some of the crowd. And in that chaos, we need to take off. Yeah. So Crusher's like, okay. <laughs> and he's like, can we, can we fall into Unkar plot? She's like, I'm not sure who that is. He's like, the, you said him, the guy you, oh, with the lack of the, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So they start struggling, and he kind of flings her and goes with her, and they fall, and they land on Unkar Plot and a couple of his thugs. Oh, I like this. I think there's a moment where he, uh, she's got a hold of his lo- load lifter <laughs> limbs, yes. and it's spinning like Jack and Rose in the Titanic movie. <laughs> They're spinning. And then they just, with all of that momentum, <laughs> wham. Wham on Ankar. This is kind of steerage class. <laughs> it is the steerage class of the Star Wars yeah, galaxy. They let, yeah, Unkar is just, wow, <laughs> that's my space to stand. <laughs> that's my personal space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. great. That's great. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I think at this point, Nima and her uh, band are laughing. Mm-hmm. They're entertained by this horror. Right. I think Dr. Colonia has one more trick up her sleeve. Okay. Are you, is this, um, did you have other thoughts? Nope, nope, okay. nope, nope. I think she does have a little holdout blaster tucked in her boot. That's smart. It's a rough galaxy. Yeah, and I think she, it's, it's, it's small and compact. It's like the most recent version of what the biker scouts carry. Mm. Like mm. nice and small ankle scout blaster. Pistol. Gotcha, yeah, a little gotcha. scout pistol. A little derringer in the galaxy. Yeah. Galaxy, a, ga- a space derringer. Space derringer, yeah. Mm. And I think uh, she fires, and mm. I think she hits uh, uh, Nima in the eye. Right. I think in one of her big hut eyes, oh, wow. pretty easy target. Uh, oh, th- oh, there's th- screams and smoke, and all of the other injured people start to scatter. Because, like, an injured Nima is a dangerous Nema. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the guards don't know what to do. Should they go after uh, our, our heroes, Crusher and Dr. Colonia, or should they tend to Nima? Right. And in this, uh, this cacophony, mm-hmm. they make their escape. Yes. What happens next? Um... They run out. Colonia's ahead. Runs faster, obviously. Crusher cannot keep up. He's got sandals in the sand. He's got sandals <laughs> in the sand, which is... <laughs> sandals in the sand, I think, was Bread's second album. I'm not sure. Um, and he tries, he tries, and she's heading for... You know, there's resistance fighters around. Oh, yeah. So she's heading towards a little makeshift headquarters, screaming for help. Mm-hmm. You know, not not... 
you know, well, just screaming for help. And um, some resistance fighters are kind of like, what's up? You hear that? You hear that? And they're, they're playing Sabak, you know. <laughs> and uh, they come out of the tent. And they see her running. I we're in trouble. We're in trouble. Nima the Hut is, is shown up, or we had a fight to the death. And and then they they uh, they see Crusher. Like wait for me. <laughs> He's plodding along. Yeah, it sounds like Snuffleupagus. <laughs> um, and uh, they they immediately draw their blasters and they start aiming at Crusher. Oh they're no, not, not shooting. Yeah, but they're aiming. They're aiming. And Colonial's like, no, 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 no. He's with me. He's with me. Save, save him. Save him. Save him. So the re- resistance fighters go out and they perform a barrier. And out of that med center is just a lot of thugs. Unkar is like, you crushed me, <laughs> and uh, they're chasing after him. And the resistance fighters, they don't want to fire on these citizens. Yeah. They know it's a tough political situation. They came here yeah. to help. And yet. But they know it's time to go. Right. So I think they lay down some warning fire mm-hmm. into the sand. Yeah. And I think uh, Dr. Colonia mm-hmm. climbs into the ship. Yep. And I think uh, Crusher stops, mm-hmm. just assuming that he's not wanted. Right. And Dr. Colonia turns, her ribs aching, still oh, grinding still together, so broke. much so much pain, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, already the exhaustion and the weariness of her day. And she's like, no, no, come with me. And Crusher is just filled with joy. Yeah, He stands a little bit taller than he has, Yeah, which is too bad, because he hits his head <laughs> on the entryway of the ship. Wrong! <laughs> right in his yeah. head wound. Yeah. Yeah. Makes it even worse. Yeah. But I think he does make it on the ship. He does make it on the ship. Plops down to the ground. Kong with a thunk and a thunk. Close the ship. The resistance fighter's on board. Uh, one guy's like trying to collect the Sabak winnings. They're like, you know, get on board. He gets in there. Unkar's, now the thugs are shooting their little, oh, yeah. little slug thrower, slug rifles at him. Boom, 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 boom. boom. And uh, the ship takes off and, and, and heads off back to Dakar. Fade out, fade up. Uh, exterior, Dakar, night. Uh, the ship <laughs> lands. Uh, the, the the resistance fighters there heard what's happening, and uh, the ship lands and the door opens and Colonia comes out. She's holding her broken ribs, everything, and Leia is standing. <gasps> General Leia, and she's like, you know, Major Major Colonia, what's what happened? <laughs> What happened out there? It was we tried to help these people. We just couldn't do it. I got into a fight with one of my patients. It's ter- Nima showed up. She turned it into a fighting pit. We, we can't help those people anymore. Well, I'm I'm here to help everybody. We did help someone. Colonia says, and lumbering out of the cruiser of the ship is Crusher Rodun, and Leia just walks up to him. Grabs one of his low lifter hands, puts her hands around it, and she says, "You're, you're part of the resistance now, and what you've done is very brave." And he says, "Okay, <laughs> I'm here to resist." <laughs> and he joins the ranks of the resistance as a as a maintenance worker around the Dakar base. That's right. I think that is exactly what happens. I think while on the ship, his multiple head wounds. Mm-hmm. Well tended to by Dr. Colonia. Mm-hmm. He's had a, a, his head dipped in bakta the whole ride. 
His head's in great shape. He spends a little bit of time on yeah. Dakar working. He's offered, do you want mm-hmm. robotic arms with synth skin? Because yeah. we can do that. Yeah. But he has become friends with Buford, mm-hmm. the uh, robot, the big yellow robot mm-hmm. with the big clunky arms who yep. rolls around the Dakar resistance base. Yeah. They've become best friends. Right. They both have awkward arms that stick out at awkward angles. Yep. And Buford has taught Crusher mm-hmm. Rudown the beauty of having load lifter arms. Yes. And he has become happy with what he is. And the lesson here in databank brawl today <laughs> is be comfortable in your own load lifter arms. <laughs> That's right. Thank you all. So much for listening and lifting emotional loads with Ken and I as we process many different things through through the adventures of Data Bank Brawl. That one was a touching one. Sometimes it's hard to make the characters fight. These characters, they didn't have a lot of fight in them. But still, they hurt each other a lot. It's just the way it happens in the galaxy sometimes. Uh, so I'm sure our next couple of fights... We'll have a lot of fighting in them. Uh, please let us know if there are characters that you would like to see fight. A lot of people uh, requested Crusher Rudown, and you got some Crusher Rudown. A lot of Crusher. Uh, let us know uh, with the hashtag Databank Brawl on Twitter or Facebook. If you use the hashtag, then I can more easily find your suggestions. We are sailing on to our 50th episode. We're going to have some characters, some of our favorite characters, come back and fight in like a little mini tournament. I'm going to put out some requests for you guys. You're going to get a chance to vote on some of the characters that you would like to show up. That's probably going to happen on Twitter. We'll see functionally how it works. And uh, Ken, anything you want to plug where people can find you? Uh, yeah, I want to uh, say that I'm uh, on uh, Anchor, which is the app where you can uh, listen to my Game of Thrones show, Daily Thrones. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, uh, and all the other social media platforms at Ken Napsock. Yeah, in uh, much the same. You can find me on Anchor as well. My station is called Headcanon. I ask weird questions and share my opinions about all sorts of different pop culture things. Got my podcast, Obsessed. I got a live episode of that coming up on Friday, April 28th. That's happening in Los Angeles at the beautiful Nerd Melt showroom in the back room of a comic book store. You can find out all the information on that on my website at josephscrimshaw.com. You can also find me on all the social media as at josephscrimshaw.com. Grimshaw. You can like Force Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter as at Force Center Pod. And until next time, as Luke Skywalker once said while no one was really listening to him, I care. That's it for Databank Brawl. powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.